Chapter four is called Mind Strategies for Avoiding the Now. And I really like this chapter because he really does give strategies to help get out of this psychological time that we are all trapped in, that past to create our identity that we are now, in that future to bring us some fulfillment that we quote unquote don't have right now. And he really helps us get to learn that all the fulfillment we really need is in the present moment and all we will ever need is right here and now. Once you fully grasp this concept, you will have a shift in consciousness. I went through it and I'm really hoping to help you guys go through it as well. Usually it happens with practice, but sometimes it can happen in the midst of intense suffering. As for Eckhart, it did. He was about to commit suicide and he had this whole realization that he was the one actually causing his own intense pain and suffering. But that's the more rare route. So I'm here to help you practice and grasp this concept over time because it doesn't necessarily happen overnight for most people. But with practice, you will get there and you will see your life transform in front of your eyes. Let me ask you a question. How conscious or unconscious do you think you are? Well, to be able to answer that question, how do you handle situations that really bother you and disturb you and shake you up a little bit? Say someone cut you off when you were driving and you start lashing out and then it just creates a snowball effect and now you're in a bad mood. That little disturbance Yes, it's annoying, but you just let that change your entire mood. Or think about a big, a bigger situation, like someone hit your car, and you're blowing up, you're yelling everywhere, it has ruined your whole week. Well, to look at it from a more logical standpoint, what can you really do if someone hits your car? Okay, first of all, they will cover it because they hit you, and B, it's already totaled, so you can't do anything about that situation you really have to look at a what can I do to change it taking action or b just accepting it yes if your car gets totaled that sucks but to really disrupt your whole mood for a whole week is unnecessary because it already happened and now all you can do is take action to change it and accept it and noticing these small little disturbances in your life and how you react to them can really See where you're at on a scale of consciousness to unconsciousness. Practice this next time you see something happen that you are not wanting to happen and see how you react to it. Does the reaction take over or are you able to accept it and move on? Same with when you complain. So next time you catch yourself complaining out loud, ask yourself, is there something I can do to change the situation I'm complaining about? And if there's not, you kind of just got to accept it because you're you're hanging on to this inner resistance and it's only going to do you harm. Something else that he talks about that I know I personally struggle with are the what if thoughts. Mine come usually when I'm about to go to sleep, when there's no noise and I'm just left there alone with my thoughts. Sometimes I can really spiral. And like the worst possibilities that are probably never going to happen come to mind. But I really just practiced focusing on my breath into the nose, out to the mouth, and just remembering that 
I'm in my bed right now. None of these scenarios are happening in real life. So why am I making myself stress over something that isn't even real? I talked on this topic briefly in the last podcast, but he talks about this idea again that many people are living like their present reality is a means to an end. They're waiting to start living. They're waiting till they get that great job or that meaningful relationship or the success in order to be happy. People spend their whole life waiting to start living. And this idea of gratitude actually has changed my life, in all honesty. When I started being content and grateful and truly, truly grateful for what I have right now, so many new opportunities just swung in like crazy. Gratitude is something that we all need to have more of. I feel like so many people just think that they never have enough. They need to keep chasing and chasing and chasing. But what you have right now is enough, even if it is a stepping stone to your future goal. And say you do become rich and that that's your life goal. Sure, money can buy you those fun experiences and the nice house, but that will those will come and go and you will still feel unfulfilled. So no matter where you are on your journey of where you want to end up, truly embrace it and life will seriously work out in your favor because you are content and expressing gratitude. And when you express gratitude, life and I mean, God, the universe, whatever you want to think about it, just gives you more because they see how grateful you are. The only thing truly real about your journey is the steps you're taking to get there. So be all in and just love the progress and love where you are in it. That wraps up chapter four. I hope you learned something and can take away something from this. Don't forget to practice these little mindfulness exercises because it's the small practices that will really lead to a great change come back next sunday for chapter five something he suggests which really does help me and it's kind of interesting he says practice listening to the silence so whether you're just checking in on yourself or if you are in a stressful overwhelming situation sit there and really just find the silence between all of the noise Find that stillness that there always is and that will create the stillness inside of you and kind of calm everything down inside of you. You're shutting off your brain that's working constantly and just really getting still at that moment where you are. Chapter 5 is an interesting one as it is one of his philosophical chapters. It is called The State of Presence and he talks to us about his view on God, on death, consciousness and it's really interesting it can really change some viewpoints and it really has changed mine so to start he just refreshes our memory with meditating and whatever you call meditating whenever you do it to really be aware of your thoughts let them all go be ever so present and you will find the beauty in wherever you are like I said when I go on my walks I really I don't bring my phone I don't do anything but look at the beauty of this world and it appears more brightly when you are so hyper-focused and aware of what's in front of you and around you. So he does talk about that at first 
and then immediately jumps in to the topic of death.